Welcome to You Relevant, the podcast that is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now. My name is Mike Wheeler, and I'm an online instructor, entrepreneur, and cloud career coach. I gravitate towards tools and tech that enable you to create something new, advance your career, and find the intersection between attainable and essential. All right, so today I'm joined by Vitaly McCarkin, and uh, so you're joining us today from Moscow, Russia. Is that correct? Uh, it's it's like uh, not Moscow. It's uh, Moscow. It's our capital, our country. I living in um, a different city, but uh, I mentioned you in a LinkedIn message. It's a Moscow time, so probably we're using the Moscow time to figuring out time zones. But I'm living in a Stavropol city. It's kind of down part of the Russia near the Georgia country. Okay, great. Yeah. Great, great. So yeah, I met Vitaly on Reddit, I think, first. I noticed you posting on Reddit in the Salesforce subreddit about some yeah. things that you're doing to try to launch your Salesforce career. And so can you sum up for those of you that haven't taken part in that conversation, which would be most here watching or listening, uh, as to your journey into Salesforce and what you're uh -huh. tr trying to do in order to break into the Salesforce ecosystem and how that's going yep, for of course. you. Uh, I, may, uh, I may start from a little bit of my previous experience, like who I am, because I not just uh, born and finished university and started my Salesforce journey. Uh, I have about uh, 10 years of IT implementation, IT experience overall. It was, I started from the marketing part. I did um, selling stuff on eBay. It's like most, was, was my e-commerce experience. Later on, I figured out what's the search engine optimization and I moved to that area. So I started to gathering information about what the digital world is it. So uh, the marketing was starting point. Seven years ago, I recognized that Serum software is existed in the world. And in my country, it just, uh, it just starting growing up. Uh, and I chose, it, and my choice was not the Salesforce Serum. Salesforce has already been existed, but we have our local Serum software, uh, which is like lightweight version, very, very light version of the Salesforce. Uh, year by year, I starting figure it out what this CRM business is. Uh, I, I have experience to uh, open my kind of company to hire people, but actually I didn't have enough uh, luck because I'm living in the region area. And in Russia, it's not like a States or Europe. In Russia, region is a region. It's not big city in the region. So, and I didn't find, didn't find any uh, professionals in my area. And I diversify my risks and start finding, start to looking for specialists all around the Russia. And actually I found them and my business model start growing from that point where I have uh, ability to use people's skills who already have these skills and not teach and know, grow them in this area uh, and uh, take more advanced projects to complete. To complete. Uh, and about three, four years ago, I started to uh, looking to the market outside the Russia because uh, I think that uh, first, first is the exchange rate is better than in Russia. Uh, another one is I want to improve my English and actually 
see how the business model works outside our country because you know our economic it's kind of growing and it will it it cool to join to the um, companies who is living in the like like more better economics than in our country but i i hadn't i, I didn't have a lot of luck of finding this client because with my CRM software, I need to explain to people firstly that this CRM software, uh, I probably don't want to mention the name. If somebody Googled me, they figured out things, which CRM I worked for. Uh, the people in those country uh, didn't recognize this CRM software. And I, st I started to think what I need to change. And the change was uh, change the CRM software. And it's happened about one year ago. And from that point, I just from that point, I started to learn about the Salesforce. Actually, I I didn't know that it existed really. It's 20, it's already 20 plus years on the market. But yeah, uh, I live in this world where I didn't know that it is existed. Uh, and I uh, for me, actually, it was in a pandemic time when it's just starting out. For me, it was a good site because uh, all communities, all peoples from offline move to online and I have ability to meet with people in United States, United Kingdom, uh, Canada, Europe, and as well as in, in Moscow. So I have a lot of opportunity to uh, have uh, like all co collection all over the world and all this knowledge will be available of, on online. I started meet with community and uh, uh, I started to figure out what the road I need to follow to like to be where I am right now. People start recommending to to uh, pass the certificates and uh, start to just learning about more ecosystem. What is it and how people are working uh, in the Salesforce system? Not the another competitions, but exactly in the Salesforce one. From that point, I started to figure it out how I need to learn to prepare for these certificates. This is where I found actually uh, Mike, Will Mike Weller Media resource. Uh, it's actually, no, it's not really, it's not smile. You really helped me. Uh, you have structured all things together. And for my point of view, it was easy to uh, like, too easy to understand the stuff, to apply this to passing the exam. Because if I'll be doing this by myself, I actually need to gather information from different places and trying to stick every piece together. But you already had this. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike Wilder Media, Focus on Force helped me to figure it out how the exam will look like. Uh, for first one, I hope, I, I think I prepared uh, about one and one, 150 hours before I actually try the test version, which is $20 test version of admin exam. And after I Pass this. I uh, from the first try. I hope. I hope it was first try. I pass the uh, admin exam. Yeah. Okay. That's kind awesome. of my journey. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite a journey. So, uh, how did you first discover Salesforce? Were you just googling um, CRM software, or uh, did someone recommend Salesforce? I trying to from my marketing experience. I'm always trying to do some kind of research, and my uh, research started not actually from Salesforce. I started to looking the bigger Salesforce system, which is working, which ones over working all over the world and existed in Russia. Uh, it was the Microsoft Dynamics, 
uh, and we have Microsoft Office in the Moscow city. Uh, I tried to apply to them, uh, but they actually didn't have any CRM roles. They have artificial intelligence, uh, machine learning, and that kind of stuff. And I just, and I have the thoughts, maybe I need to change my skills to that level. And I'd be like struggling about where I need to move to be an inter international CRM specialist. Uh, and uh, I found that Microsoft ecosystem not friendly enough as a Salesforce one. And one recruiter from Germany, uh, she just she, she just said to me, why you didn't try to uh, figure it out what the Salesforce is? My first answer is I'm afraid it because it's have a epic code. It's kind of limited to only one CRM platform. That's it. And one, and in my mind, if something have limitation and focus only for this platform, probably if it stop being exist on the market, all of my skills, all my previous experience going down with this uh, finished company, and I need to start like all over again. But after that, I started to recognize that platform is big. So, uh, Community is big. Uh, companies who is already are working on the sales platform is an enterprise level. This is was uh, actually an answer to my question why I didn't know that Salesforce has existed because in my country most companies who are using Salesforce are enterprise, uh, and my level of expertise uh, right now and been for last seven years in the small medium companies inside the Russia. This is why I just don't see that Salesforce existed because it was above me and uh, I just don't see this. But now I started to recognize and say, okay, probably my CRM software will disappear when Salesforce come into our market and buy the sales, the CRM company, which I'm working for now and, and, make, and make transferring from uh, this software to, uh, to the Salesforce one, like this, yeah. Okay. Irrelevant is sponsored by MikeWheelerMediaLive.com. If you are studying for your first Salesforce certification, I want to let you know about my live training option. I run a live Salesforce administrator training class three to four times a year. This is a live class that runs for nine weeks. And in this live setting, I cover the latest updates from Salesforce, and I'm also able to answer your questions live. So if you like to learn in a live group setting with greater interactivity, then go to MikeWheelerMediaLive.com. There you'll find schedule and pricing information and FAQ, and you can also register. Just go to MikeWheelerMediaLive.com for details. So then once you discovered and saw the benefits of learning Salesforce, I know that you discovered my courses and, yes. um, and it was kind of cool because I chimed in on your thread on Reddit, not really realizing if you were one of my students or not. And then you responded that you would use my courses to pass now three certifications, right? So yes. tell us a little bit about the certifications that you currently hold. And then what's, what's your next certification after those three? Uh, uh, I passed three certificates, admin. Uh, and the order of this certification, I did research about the order as well. Uh, and the first one is uh, admin. Then it was, uh, I hope, platform app builder. I just, fought, fought, uh, I just go through that way. 
and uh, next was uh, advanced admin. Uh, and uh, I think my, no, I, I don't think I actually already failed sales service and uh, developer one exam because after I passed three exam, I say, okay, why I spending one 100 hours to each exam? Why do this? Maybe I will try and I schedule actually for next month, three exams. And we have in a trip with my wife and I didn't even prepare for sales, service and developer. And actually I failed. And after that, I figured out where is the problem. Uh, I need prepare. Another another part is, uh, yes, I just need to, I, I, I think that my previous experience probably helped me to pass uh, admin, advanced admin and platform builder because my, my previous CRM software have kind of same experience on that level. But when we start talking about the sales service and developer one exam, it's kind of different in the technical and ideological side as well. It's this way I failed because I didn't prepare it well. Right, yeah, it's definitely that'd be a hard road if you didn't prepare unless you had a ton of experience. Um, mm -hmm. But one thing that I really liked about what I see you doing is because you shared some of what you're doing online to kind of attract attention to yourself and trying to pivot into Salesforce more and trying to either get hired or take side projects or whatever it may be is that you've created your own website. So can you share with others the things that you've done in order to market yourself and to highlight your abilities and your background and, and just where you're heading, where you see yourself heading? What have you done online in that space? This could be even outside of Salesforce. I know mm -hmm. building a website that might be done on a different platform or something like that. So tell those of us uh, what you've done in order to draw attention to your profile. Yes, of course. Uh, actually, uh, my like my main goal right now is to find a full-time Salesforce uh, job offer position. You may, you may call it like you wish. Uh, and uh, right now I'm on the level where I found some uh, project. One is paid. Uh, where people uh, hired me on a part-time basis. They are kind of implementation IT company. And for some projects, they need person who are understand what the Salesforce is and have ability to communicate with uh, their other IT guys to help connect the Salesforce with their services. So it's kind of the niche. Uh, I'm working on this right now. That probably kind of the niche where uh, I may take, for example, two or three part-times clients and probably it will be full-time. <laughs> and probably I know and discovered the niche that you are not working for the company who need full-time Salesforce person. They are needed some kind of part projects of their clients to do the Salesforce implementations. And uh, yes, it's kind of the niche where you may join to this company. It's kind of difficult to find because uh, from those sites, from the company side, they're not recognized that specialist with this ability to work part-time on different projects and being in their time zone is existed and have all and prepared all, or, uh, all uh, paper payments to bank accounts and that kind of stuff already I done this for them they are just don't know the 
the IAM existed, this is where I started to focus on the marketing. Uh, before I joined, before I started to do some uh, like job research and that kind of stuff, I figured out that find the job is a job, and uh, and people in uh, community said I need to uh, actually create because I don't think it was existed. Maybe I have some like old old one LinkedIn account and start to networking and that kind of stuff. For me, networking was like a thing that uh, people who who don't understand what they are doing. You, for me, for me, yeah, I have this thoughts that people who are using LinkedIn, I just don't understand why they're doing this. Because my main goal is to find the job offer and that's it. I don't need this stuff at all. But after I started to understand that uh, Peoples all over the world, not only in my country, like Vitaly Makarkin, it's kind of hundreds or hundreds of thousands who are my, uh, let's say, competitors, but let's say in another way, people who are doing the same and trying to achieve the same goal. Uh, there are a lot. And probably to sitting uh, on my butt and waiting to opportunities is probably not the best scenario. This is where I started to do and figure out what the LinkedIn is. Uh, and my first strategy was just to uh, just to uh, find and uh, make this number, which is said 500 plus members in your LinkedIn account. Because I started to recognize later on, I just started after I started to do this stuff that I more polite and more um, like open-minded and more and more and more communicated with people who have this 500 plus number. Because I know 500 plus number is maybe 501 or 10,000. And probably these people who are uh, in this community and they do something for whatever reason. I started to grow in these numbers and uh, right now I think I have about 2,000 uh, people, but it's even say 500 for everybody. And people who are who for whom I try to uh, connect to, uh, actually, firstly I started to firstly I started just to click connect 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 button. Uh, some is uh, accepted me, some is not. Later on, I figured out that some strategy is existed on the LinkedIn market, and before I uh, write some message to the person, I need to use this add note thing. Irrelevant is sponsored by MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com. You'll find all of my courses on my platform, so just go to MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com. You'll also find exclusive content there, such as my brand new Salesforce Certified Administrator course for 2021. It's bigger and better than ever and available nowhere else. Simply go to MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com and sign up for a seven-day free trial today. You'll find dozens of courses and hundreds of hours of in-depth video training content. Also, be sure to download our mobile apps for iOS and Android. Just search for Mike Wheeler Media Plus on your favorite app store and you'll find us there too. Tell me about your website and I'm trying to remember what all you were sharing with me on Reddit as well. But I do think it's very important to be active on LinkedIn and have a website. Yeah. So um, tell us more about your website. And also just FYI, I plan on uh, it, whatever you're comfortable with sharing, I'll link to your LinkedIn profile, your website to yeah, help no draw attention to it because 
uh, I think you're doing so much right, even down to wearing the Salesforce shirt and having the backgrounds, <laughs> Salesforce, it's all about marketing, you know, and you, yes. you got to get your foot in the door and prove yourself then. And so you're, you're doing so much, uh, so right. So tell us about your website and uh -huh. uh, any, anything else you have out there that you want to highlight. Yes, uh, actually, uh, the idea of creating a website was uh, from my previous experience where I have like my small CRM implementation agency here in Russia with different CRM with different CRM software, and I have kind of pipeline from generating leads from of persons who are looking to uh, integrate the CRM software in their companies uh, to uh, creating a online course with seven videos where I explain to people how things works. And I just gather this experience and create same, in my opinion, with, uh, how to say, uh, with, with right points from Salesforce ecosystem. So I just, I just took my previous experience of how the site website looks like. It should have um, like, like explanation who I am. Uh, it will be better to put some kind of answers to the customer's questions, even before they call to you, to your phone number or uh, open your LinkedIn page. You, you need to answer to these questions on your website. How I say in Russia, the website, it should be a digital representation of your of your of your sales identity. I hope it's, I correctly translate it on English, but like if somebody talk with you online or offline, the site should be do the same. It should be like replication and say by the images, text and um, videos, who I am, what you're selling, uh, and uh, try to convert and uh, make this call, call to action happen and pushed or uh, filled the form or something like that. I actually went a little bit deeper in this level. Firstly, I put the point uh, appointment system from uh, Calendly. And uh, I found that it looks like more advanced rather than have just uh, email, first name, last name, and because Salesforce required last name and uh, email fields form. I just create some kind of advanced thing. I put appointment system where a person is uh, choosing the date and after that he fills this information. But after about four, uh, after about four people who are signing up in my form, uh, they just didn't appear on the Zoom meetings. And I think, okay, probably I'm at not that level where I should to use this form. And I just changed it to LinkedIn button. So in my opinion, the company or client who will looking for, for the specialist who I am, for me, it will be better and more clear if this person already have a LinkedIn account. I know, yes, probably some potential and prospect didn't have this, uh, LinkedIn account, but yes, I just uh, trying to focus on the, on those persons. Uh, what else about website? Uh, actually, 
my my website hiresalesforce.dev.com it's like a combination of search engine optimization experience and uh, my marketing experience because i believe i hope i maybe i share with someone and tomorrow we will see a variation of the salesforce.dev.com or salesforcedevblog.com uh, but i just understand it may happen so probably it's just real work uh, that in the future requests in the search engine optimization like higher salesforce dev or salesforce dev and uh, google a little bit be, I've a little bit been familiar with uh, ser Google search engine algorithm and uh, I understand how deep they are know this topic and for example if someone in the future types the Salesforce developer and before this request they have kind of uh, requests where they searching at some keywords and so on professionals who in the Salesforce area and later on they just type Salesforce de developer probably my site will appear probably if i will be do more proper marketing and so on i know it's limited uh for only the salesforce niche like uh, probably on this website i may tell about the salesforce niche but probably this is where i see myself in 10 years probably it will be enough for me uh, to focus on this area yeah it's kind of search marketing search engine optimization and marketing experience Later on, I went deeper and I actually registered domain hiresalesforce.dev. Uh, and I represent this like a my, my blog. And uh, I just uh, have this thought, probably it will be a good idea to have .com for my, uh, let's say, for my marketing purpose, where I have ability to share this link into my uh, business cards, my web, my uh, LinkedIn messages, and so on. But for search engine optimization and creating articles, probably it will be better to create another subdomain, and it will be cooler it, if it will looks like shorter. And higher Salesforce.dev probably that was the reason why I chose this one. Uh, in the future, I want to connect uh, when I will have more content on my website and I will tell a little bit about my content and of you, of you how I see this right now. I want to connect my uh, commerce site with my blog site, put some links, maybe for latest articles from this commerce site to my blog, to people who are looking someone to hire someone or to hire someone for full-time job you see it's just not just one page uh site and this some life happened in this uh thing uh, and another part is to actually take a video reviews from my clients uh or like we are doing right now and put them onto my website so to to make myself recognizable into the community like that uh, and right now i'm using the blog like an archive and i had actually how i started recognize this is a good idea we had a conversation with uh, uh, johan fruman he's uh, I, I, he's a cta uh, but we have some uh, meeting with him and um, he, he gave me this idea that he is using a website as an archive so, for example, if he have some kind of thoughts or like manual for him to remember or notes, 
he put this on website right now. Right now we are using this like our, our, our hive uh, because when in the future we wanna use this as a tool, it will be already indexed. It will be already in the search engine system and we may do create some kind of inside linking and outside linking and grow ours in the search engine. But we already, after five years uh, of, of putting the content in this website, we will already have something because if we don't, from after five years period, we will need to start from the scratch. Uh, and another thing about the marketing, again, this is Johan gave to me, is to use uh, more uh, like, uh, I don't say how to say this right on English, like use social medias, uh, use social medias like LinkedIn uh, in most easiest and affordable, I, I hope this is the right word, uh, affordable way for people. For example, I say to him, okay, Johan, I think that I need to, I, I want to create the blog post. Uh, I want to create a video and put it on YouTube and embed into the, my uh, blog post. But on the LinkedIn, I just want to share a link. Uh, he say probably it's not the best idea because if I share the link first is a, people don't want to click like unrecognizable link. And second one, LinkedIn search engine algorithms. If I post a post, just a post, not even a LinkedIn article inside our inside my feed, it will be seen by right now numbers 500 people. But if I put the link, the content will be seen for about three people. Yes, and uh, yes, we need to think about this marketing places, uh, even when we are looking for the job as well, like I am. The name of the game for all social media platforms or any platform is that they want you to stay on platform. So yeah, putting the link down below in the comments after you do the post is a wise idea. At some point, they'll start filtering that out. If the first comment is a link, then they might start uh, degrading the algorithm there. But And they uh, have one additional here, even a video. If you're uploading the video into the LinkedIn, not the YouTube link, it will rank in better. You're right. Great advice. Yeah, I've, I've tried both. And yeah, they don't really appreciate so much the embedded or the linked YouTube video, mm -hmm. rather they would prefer that you upload to their own platform. So your mind is always thinking about the marketing side of things. And I can, I, I can kind of identify with that. And I, I know that you're going to be successful in this endeavor. It's just a matter of time. And so mm -hmm. uh, you may not know that for sure, but I, I can tell. And I've interviewed people years ago that have gone on to great things. And it's just this ability to see when someone is doing something right. And you're someone that is marketing yourself and kind of admitting where you're at as well. You're not portraying yourself as the ultimate expert, but you're showing a lot of drive, a lot of initiative and the ability to get things done and to figure things out. And I think that that will really be better for you than playing some fake it till you make it game that most people do. But I see and use authenticity. And so what I would like to do is I want to go ahead and schedule a follow-up interview for like a year from now to see like mm -hmm. what's going on in the future, assuming that we're both still around and kicking. But, um, but I think that um, with this marketing focus, I think that you could add a lot of value to a lot of organizations 
uh, globally from a marketing perspective and inside of the Salesforce ecosystem. So what industries have you had an opportunity to work in as far as different industries and verticals? Uh, what kind of industries I worked before? Yeah. Uh, I tried to put, because it's important question from uh, people who I have interviews with, with company who didn't hire me, but uh, they asked this question. Uh, actually, uh, I'm most familiar and like my life happened in this scenario that I'm working mostly in small, medium business and um, niches in this business, in this in these companies was mostly about the engineering agri engineering because I finished a university degree. I have degree like as my wife, uh, a little bit the same uh, engineer in oil and gas department. But I, I worked in North Pole for one year, figured out that things is not working in my way and uh, IT was my hobby. And I moved to the IT as a professional. So engineering, it's a, Mm, drafting uh, drafting companies, let's say this, uh, building constructions. Uh, and from that point, I start working with real estate. Uh, another point of view is agriculture companies because I'm living in the agriculture uh, territory and we have companies who do this stuff. Uh, another thing was my tests in the finance verticals uh it was two companies who are doing crypto currency exchange things like they changing bitcoins and ethereum and so on to the uh, to the euros dollars and so on to say this uh some construction companies uh didn't exist anymore this one are working because uh it's uh, they are not, they, they don't have, because when you're starting to do implementation and in my small medium business, I am doing this from like whole cycle implementation. I sit down in front of the client. We put the things on the technical requirements. Later on, I change my head and do the job. Uh, if I need, I attract the programmers and so on. And uh, by doing this, you need to understand how the business works. Uh, and you see that these different models and uh, that kind of stuff, and it is improve your uh, mindset as well. Uh, and uh, what else was uh, remember e-commerce? Uh, I saying I saying the joke to my clients, uh, my my another clients, not to this one. Uh, like we have a a letter in Russian and a letter in English. They look the same. Uh, and I and I say said the joke to my clients after we finish implementation of e-commerce project it was connection between Serum uh, content management system and accounting software all together with VoIP and uh, mail servers. I at the end of this implementation I start to recognize the Russian A where is the difference between Russian A and between the English A but visually they look the same. Uh, yes, because you need to very pay attention to the, uh, I think that on the English, it's a SQ, SKU numbers. And in different platforms, uh, they use for, for, for some reason, Kyrillic 
letters and for in another one they lose let Latin. And we have this mistake. And when you're sitting about two days and thinking why it doesn't work, because you visually see it's everything the same. But when you're trying to go through some online services and it's change letters from one language to another, you see, okay, what is it? Yes, it's just someone made an issue and we figured things out. And that's and e-commerce. Uh, so like from engineering with my background, to finance, because after I did some serum implementation, I start more deeper understand how the this financial connection between different organizations looks like. Uh, and from engineering, real estate start started to be like very familiar because I did some implementation for companies who are building houses. It not was a 10, 20, 30 floors. It was first one is about the one, two hours floors buildings. And another one, it was from like wood house buildings. I don't remember the right the word for this wood. It's like, like this one, like like this one. And from that point, I found some real estate clients. And after in my previous software, in my previous CRM software, not the Salesforce one. Uh, and for after each implementation, no, not it's not happened with every client. I tried to after actually each successful implementation when client was happy and we achieved the things, I tried to record a video review with him. I have my another YouTube channel and uh, here I upload my videos where I stay in front of the camera in different t-shirts with different Serum software. Uh, I have a flip chart uh, back on my, uh, back on me uh, and I have a recording the Skype call with a face voice of my client. I thought uh, before it start working, I thought that this recognition it's uh, better to see for future clients rather than see just two lines of text and photo. Because yes, and later on I rec I recognize that new clients start calling to me. They said yes. I see you are working with this real estate. I see you are working with this construction building company. We have kind of the same, please help. Yeah, this works. All right, awesome. So a lot of different uh, experience, a lot of different industries. And then you mentioned one thing that caught my ear was you spent a year living in on the North Pole. Is that right? Uh, it's yes. Uh, I may send you uh, like coordinates where it's happened. But uh, in Russia, working in my wife lived near North Pole, near North near North Pole about twenty five years. So oh, wow. he may he may more better to say about this. Uh, yes, it was like expedition. It was a geophysics. I hope it word is existing in um, English, and we did some uh, projects. Uh, maybe you're familiar with Gazprom company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, we did some preparation, like first line with this geophysics stuff. It's we see what is under the ground, and gave this data to the. Um, uh, don't know how to say it's on English to another department who actually uh, do next step of the of this uh, project. Yes, this kind of stuff. And yes, and we we I lived in mobile mobile cities like say this it's not like a regular it's not like a stable city it's 
interesting i don't know how to say this in english because i just don't have any similarity of this word but would it be, would it be but, temporary like a tempor temporary yes 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 temporary okay. city where we are have some uh, territory we stay here do some stuff move to another one awesome so then also you mentioned doing some work in the space of cryptocurrency yeah so do you have any thoughts around what salesforce might do related to cryptocurrency or any way of trying to marry that with what you're doing with Salesforce? Or is that something strictly in your past or something that you might do something with on the platform? Uh, yes, definitely. Because uh, those companies, uh, what, what they're doing, they're not do some kind of technical generating Bitcoin at that kind of stuff. They're just a middleman. And they actually don't care about the exchange rate because they... Uh, earn money from selling and from buying. That's it. They don't care about, they really don't care about the rate. If they want to try, they, yes, yeah, they may uh, buy some Bitcoins and sell them like they wish, but this is just for testing purpose. Their main business goal is to uh, earn money on the selling and to earnings. Like they, every time they sell, uh, a little bit less of the rate and they uh, buy a little bit above like, like that. So every time they earn the money and they don't care about the rate, care about the rate people who are selling and buying to them. Yeah, it's like a business model. Uh, is it possible to uh, do on the technical level into, inside the Salesforce? Yes, because I did this on the, on the Serum software, which is lighter, lighter version of this here of the Salesforce. Awesome. Yeah, I'm fascinated with some of the newer things that are coming out with uh, uh, cryptocurrency and NFTs and where things are heading with just virtual everything. So, and I am imagining that all of that background will come into play for you as well. So any final uh, parting words of wisdom or thoughts as far as, um, your next steps or why someone should reach out and connect with you as far as any sort of work they might have or any sort of endeavor? What, what do you bring to the table that you want to share with the world? Uh, I may start from this point that uh, before anyone follow and trying to replicate any uh, people who are, uh, I don't know, sharing their experience with the world, probably and for sure, your will be the different one. Because you, if you watch through all videos, you, uh, you hear that I mentioned that I was an engineer, I work on the North Pole, and I started from the marketing and from different CRM software, and probably uh, your experience will be the different. And um, right now, when I'm negotiating with my full-time opportunity, I use this stuff to promote myself as well. I use things that I uh, visited 20 countries. So that gives me ability to speak with people uh, outside my country. Because people who are uh, like, I not say for everyone, but people who are not uh, have ability to see like whole picture in the world and being in this place really and see by their eyes, you have a little bit different feeling when you sit in front of this, for example.
So if you could please do this new podcaster a solid, please share this podcast with others. I also want to hear your voice. Please do reach out to me. I want to include the voices of my listeners. If you have any questions, leave that in a voice message. You may be featured in a future episode. And please subscribe, share, spread the word about You Relevant. And together, we'll help you and others find relevance in the economy of now. Thanks. Thanks.